a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Um, I guess, what did you talk to the guys about in the, at halftime after going down 1-0 that you think maybe might have helped to spur the, the win? Uh, you know, I think it started in the first half, really, uh, before the game, and it was, it was getting back to who we are as a group. And, you know, these, these, these last games are, are playoff games, and you have to have a certain mindset. Um, and something that we haven't been able to do is overcome deficits on the scoreboard, right? And, and again, that's not tactics. That's a mentality. And I think we've moved so far away from, from the identity of, 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 of who we are and the team that has led us to this point. And I think tonight, I think Jay Glad's goal encapsulates everything that this team is, which is you're willing to put your body on the line to get a result. And, and I think that's, that's the mindset. And, and so now, um, you know, we have s- some tough games left, but if we bring that same mindset, the talent will always shine through. And, and I think that was a key tonight. And I was wondering if you could just give us a little bit of insight into Sava not being uh, with you. Yeah, no, it was a personal situation. He'll be ready to go on Monday. Oh, well, thank you for your time. Congrats on the win. Um, how's the locker room tonight? Um, as, as you can imagine, uh, elated. Um, obviously exhausted, elated. Um, but a lot of guys stepped up tonight. Uh, the whole group stepped up tonight. The guys that stepped in, um, the guys that, that, that didn't get on the field. Um, it, was a, it was a fantastic environment um, to start the game at halftime. And now, obviously, at the end of the game with a result like that. But, but again, it, going back to what I said earlier, it, it's, it's, it's about graft. It's about mindset. It's about winning second balls. It's about dealing with the, the, you know, the 10 crosses at the end of the game to preserve the lead. And those are dangerous moments and you got to be dialed in. Um, and, and when your body's tired and your mind's telling you, you can't do it. Um, and, and that's what I'm most proud of. And, 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 and again, these games towards the end, um, there's no reprieve. You've got to be willing to, to, to lose your legs and keep on walking. Um, nine corner kicks tonight for the team. I noticed a portion of them were, were taken short instead of immediately being crossed in. Was that kind of a part of the game plan going into this one? You know, I think, uh, you know, we, we talked about it about a month ago is we, we need more variety in our, in our set pieces. Um, you know, Luna's uh, fantastic when he goes 1v1 and creates um, over, you know, he, he creates decisions for the opponents. Um, and that's something that we've been working on 
I think the guys executed, and, and obviously we, we want some some long ones too. But be the the unpredictability of set pieces, I, I think, is an advantage for 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 the attacking team because you know what you're going to do. Opponents don't know what we're going to do, um, and so I think that's going to be really important. And and you know, Vera has been on the board the last you know two of the last few games, um, and his ability to 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 be calm over the ball is 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 uncanny. Um, you talked about the importance of these these upcoming games. Um, how how do you plan on helping the team carry this momentum into the next game? Well, I think it starts in the way we train and, and the standards that we set. You know, like I said, we've gotten away from it, and in particular, I've gotten away from it. Um, and um, that's that's a standard that we have to maintain every single day, and I, there, that's that's the only way. There's no there's no secret sauce to this whole thing is the way you you train is the way you play. You can't, there's no such thing as turning it on. The body doesn't know how to turn it on. The brain doesn't know how to turn it on. And so our sessions need to be more intense. We got to be more dialed in. We got to be more accountable to each other. Um, like we were tonight. Lastly, for me, maybe something that's not necessarily on the front of your mind, but, um, it was an amazing free kick from Brian Vera tonight. Do you think that when Pablo Ruiz comes back, that there's going to be a legitimate competition for who's taking those yeah. free kicks? So listen, he's scored two fantastic goals. Um, and again, the way we talk about it on the set pieces is who feels real confident on the, over the ball. And so, um, you know, Vera's definitely made a case for himself. Yep. Congratulations on the win tonight. Four games left, three on the road. Uh, you're heading down the stretch to the playoffs. What concerns you the most about how your team is playing? Last three games have been a tale of two halves. How are you going to put uh, two games together? And it looked like Vancouver had plenty of opportunities to get in the game at the end. Does your defense worry you? What do you need to pick up? Yeah, obviously we got to tighten some things up on both sides. I, I think managing the game in those moments is, is something that we haven't touched on in, in a few weeks. You know, I think when they're serving crosses in the box, the positioning of our, our of our central midfielders, um, especially when they're overloading the back post, it, the communication in those moments, we'll go back and look at that. Also, managing the game from an attacking perspective. I, I, listen, there's probably one great counter where I think we could have bagged a third goal. Um, but the other ones, we have to find times to take the sting out of the game. And we kept going forward and, 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 and making some interesting decisions that then – caught us going the other way. And, and so um, those are, those are going to de definitely be important, especially going on the road. But what, what worries me is it's not our opponents. It's us, right? It's our mindset. And we've been great on the road this year. And the reason why we've been really good on the road has been because of that type of effort, of never quit, work hard for each other, and all these cl cliches in sports. But that's what it takes in this league to have any chance of making a run in the playoffs and getting it, to the playoffs. It did look like a different team. Uh, Wednesday kind of hung their heads, and uh, Dallas took it to you. But this second half was a great second half. How's Jasper? What's the diagnosis there? Um, yeah, Jasper's got uh, an ankle sprain. Uh, uh, you know, we'll, obviously they're gonna, the medical staff will evaluate him in the next coming days. Um, obviously, an unfortunate time to, to get a knock as, as we try to clamp down here. Um, but, but, again, I think, you know, Ojeda was ready to step in and, and did a fantastic job. All right, we'll move to Spanish. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. 
I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Pablo, felicidades por el triunfo. ¿Qué rescatas de esta alineación de dos jóvenes juntos por las bandas, tanto Luna como eh, Gómez? ¿Hicieron lo que tú creías que debían hacer? ¿Han resultado? Sí, yo creo que los dos jugaron bastante bien. Eh, especialmente con, contra este equipo, quería, queríamos encontrar las bandas, porque juegan con tres atrás, y con Andrés especialmente, encontrando los espacios por, por, por atrás. Y cambiaron la formación en el entretiempo, en, en, en fueron con cuatro atrás, y yo creo que eso es un... un eso fue de, del trabajo que, que hizo el equipo, pero más el, el Andrés siempre picando los pasos por atrás, y le, yo creo que le dio mucha duda al equipo, a, a los rivales, pero yo creo que, mira, en, este, en, en el fútbol no hay edad, o sea, hay experiencia y, y hay jugadores que les falta experiencia. Pero esto, esto, esta noche jugaron con mucha experiencia, jugaron para el equipo, jugaron para el triunfo. ¿Cómo, cómo vives el momento que acaba el partido y luego te dicen, puede haber penal? No, no lo podía creer, no lo podía creer. El, el balón le pegó al Berra en el estómago, le mostró al, al árbitro dónde lo pegó. Y, pero para mí lo más importante es que tenía la mentalidad que iba a poner el cuerpo enfrente del, de, de, del tiro. Y yo creo que esa fue la mentalidad del grupo hoy día, jugando uno por el otro, jugando para ganar el partido y sacrificando el cuerpo. Gracias. Um, preguntarte un poco, eh, el día, bueno, hoy sabemos que no está Pablo Ruiz, y en mi opinión y en la de muchos compañeros, el segundo mejor mediocampista es Brian Ojeda. Eh, ¿Por qué no inicia Ojeda hoy de titular? Eh, porque ya viene jugando dos partidos de 90 minutos y es un riesgo que, que no queríamos tomar. O sea, yo creo que el Jasper eh, hace tiempo que está esperando la oportunidad y si, y si podemos darle un poco de, de, de ¿cómo se dice? Un poco de descanso. Eh, es muy favorable para, para el equipo, pero fíjate cómo es la vida. En 20 y no sé cuántos minutos tuvo que entrar. No fue nada táctica, no fue nada de, de nada más que he jugado 90-90 y es un jugador muy clave para este equipo. Y si queremos ir para adelante, no podemos perder el, el Brian Ojeda. Eh, el juego de hoy fue un poco un déjà vu de lo que ocurrió en la primera la primera semana. Empezó ganando en el primer tiempo Vancouver y se le dio la vuelta en el segundo tiempo. Eh, no sé si recordabas esto, al menos eh, yo me acordé porque eh, fue una situación similar. Igual Glad metió gol en el, ese primer encuentro entre Vancouver. Eh, ¿De qué hablaste con ellos en el entretiempo para poder eh, revertir la situación? Porque no era un tema del que si iban perdiendo o no, sino que el equipo venía de cargar resultados negativos en las últimas jornadas. Sí, no, yo creo que Vancouver eh, es un buen equipo, están en buena forma, eh, han ganado mucho de visitante y sabíamos que iba a ser un partido muy, muy difícil. En el entretiempo le dije, mira, estamos haciendo las cosas bien, hay que seguir, pero hay que sacrificar más pa pa para encontrar el resultado. Y para mí, eh, marcar tan temprano en el segundo tiempo 
nos dio, nos dio mucha creencia y, y, y jugaron con, con esa confianza que es necesario para llegar el segundo gol. Sí, y, y también un poco con respecto a, a ese buen momento que el equipo vive por lazos del partido, eh, no es la primera vez en la temporada que ocurre, el equipo empieza jugando bien el en el primer tiempo, pero cae la anotación. Es ahí donde eh, muchas veces tanto los jugadores como los mismos fans llegan a derrumbarse. ¿Qué haces tú estando en el banco para poder darle ese cambio de cara a los No, jugadores? yo creo que es el fútbol, ¿no? Porque tuvimos dos o tres uh, oportunidades en el primer tiempo y si estaba más claro con los chances, uh, estamos ganando 1 a 0. Eh, pero para mí eh, eh, es como... Eh, son momentos en el partido que tenemos que manejar un poco mejor eh, porque llegaron una vez, dos veces y con un tiro, un tiro de esquina no marcaban gol. O sea, son difíciles a veces marcar, pero yo creo que con un poco más concentración y también siendo, uh, creando más chances claros en frente del rival y marcando el primer gol, yo creo que va a ser necesario para, 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 para seguir en esta forma. Gracias, right, guys. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.